Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Infinite Potential of Being Human podcast. Revealing and unconcealing, what is it that is getting in the way of our potential as human beings? Exploring the power of the body-mind and our current relationship with reality. Together, I want to dive into an inquiry into what is happening in our world today and who we are being and how we are living in it, both individually and as a species. What is it that is keeping us stuck, causing us to repeat the same patterns and cycles? What is getting in the way of our potential and our evolution as a species? I'm Nikki Clinch, and I am your host. I will be sharing the science, research, and many human stories on why we are the way we are and what is required for us to outgrow our current way of being and birth a new possibility for ourselves. Because now is the time to remember and to discover our infinite potential of being human. Welcome to the Infinite Potential of Being Human podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Infinite Potential of Being Human podcast. Today, we are going to be moving into episode seven. And I think this is a really, really important topic because it's one that everybody wants to find the answer to and solve. And what I want to do, as always, is dive into this topic from the context of maturation. So from the context of a much, much deeper domain from which we create and experience and live in our reality from, and that it is in relation to not just you as an individual, even though it is in relation to you as an individual, but also in relation to human beings and our collective current relationship with dancing with reality, dealing with reality, our current effectiveness or lack of effectiveness in creating change in our life, in achieving the results that we want to achieve in our life. And so today, the topic is on results. What is it that gives us different results? And really speaking and teaching about the, the distinction of context that gives us the content of our life. What is it that allows us to create different results? And of course, this is something that everybody cares about because almost everyone I've ever met, and maybe you too, wants to somehow have a more effective relationship with creating the results that we want. It's important, isn't it? When we can create the results that we want, then we can somehow experience a level of fulfillment and accomplishment with who we are and how we're living our life and what we get to actually generate and create for our life. It's pretty important. So why is it that we find it so hard to be so effective? And why is it that some are able to have more power over what they can generate and create whilst others aren't? Why is it that it seems to be such 
a bane of suffering and pain to us, our ability or inability to create the results that we want. And there seems to be some kind of relationship with results that is also in alignment with our power. And the title and the topic of this whole podcast is The Infinite Potential of Being Human, that if we were able to access our potential, the ability to create the future, that's actually what potential means. If we were able to access our potential, well, then we could really create whatever we want. But why is it that we can't? And and I'm not going to use the word manifesting in this because I don't want it to just be about manifestation, even though really the creation of life and creation of aliveness and creation of anything that we want into 3D form is a form of manifestation. So essentially that is what we're talking about, but I want to look at it in a deeper way and in relation to the design of the being of human being. What is it that gives us different results? So my first question to you is, and those of you who are listening, I I want you to actually engage with the question. So you're not just kind of hearing me speak about this, but that somehow your mind is in a dialogue with me in it so that you yourself are creating something as you're listening. So my question to you is, what creates results? What generates results? Have a really good think. Usually when I ask that question, there will be a whole stream of answers like intuition or intention or affirmations or actions or strategy or planning or self-worth. There will be a kind of stream of answers such as that. And I will say, no, actually that doesn't. That isn't what creates results. Because if that were true, then just changing the actions in our life should be sufficient in order to generate and give us different results. And if you really look at your life and we look at and we look at the episodes that I've recorded, there is a consistency in the way that human beings deal with actions. In fact, that we keep changing our actions and we find ourselves coming back to the same old familiar problems and struggles, meaning we change our partners, but we end up having the same relationship, just different person in different outfits. We change our jobs and yet we keep having the same dynamic with or relationship with fulfillment or with, with money or with expression. We change our bodies. We quite literally cut pieces, things off our body, or we sculpt our body, body, or we'll take things to change the shapes of our body in the hope that by doing such a thing, we will finally get the self-worth or the feeling of peace or the feeling at home or the aliveness that we hope for. And then we discover that it 
you know, we may feel better for a temporary period of time, but it doesn't seem to last. So essentially, we're not getting the results that we really want. So historically, we can see that just changing the actions doesn't seem to be deep enough to create a fundamental change in the results that we are getting. I can't tell you how many people I have led in programs who've moved to Bali or moved to the Bahamas or moved to Costa Rica in the hope that when they get to paradise, they will experience paradise. And lo and behold, they find themselves there in paradise, suffering from the same old problems that they wanted to solve before they went, just in more beautiful setting. I can't tell you how many people that I've worked with that make the money that they finally have been trying to make, but then they can't hold on to it or they lose it. Or when they get it, it doesn't even come close to giving them the feeling of safety or fulfillment that they hope for. And then they can't hold on to it anyway, because they're already back in the same old problem of not enoughness. I can't tell you how many people I've worked with that keep changing the strategies in their business. If I do this strategy, if I do that strategy, if I do this strategy, well, then finally I will get to the point that I'm in my power and standing in leadership and I feel deeply fulfilled. And it doesn't seem to be enough to create real fundamental different results. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with action. In fact, action is very, very important. Vision without action is just fantasy. In fact, vision without action is just a hallucination. So action is very, very important in being able to create what we dream of and we want and what we're called to create into 3D form. But action alone is not sufficient. So if action is not what creates results, what is what creates different results? So let me ask you this, which will help us dive deeper in actually answering this question. What leads action? Okay. Usually when I ask that question, there will be some kind of feelings will lead action or intention will lead action or affirmations will lead action or goals will lead action. Well, kind of, but that doesn't give us different results. So let me answer the question. What is it that gives us different results that also gives us our action? And the answer to the question is context. Context gives us our actions, which gives us different results. The context from which we see the world. Context is not a somewhere. It's not a something. It's a place from which we see something. It's a place from which we see everything. Context is a domain. It's a distinction. It's a place to see from that gives us what we're looking at. 
me say that again. Context is a place from which we see from that gives us what we are looking at. It gives us the appearing of what we're looking at. So context is not a something. It's not a thing to get. It's not a thing to see. It's a place from which we see. It gives us our seeing. Context is what gives us our seeing. So let me give you an example. I grew up in Hong Kong. If anyone has been to Hong Kong, it is like a planet of its own. It is a hustle and bustle, very, very intense little place, pretty small, but it is full of people and everyone is moving at 150 miles an hour and there are skyscrapers everywhere and buildings can go up in like a day and buildings can come down in like a day and it is fast paced and constant. And it is just absolute amalgam. It's just full of sensory experience. I remember being a little girl, being taken to the market where my mum would go to buy vegetables and it would be just my normal to walk along the market, which had like water all over the ground. And there would be fish flapping on the ground, <laughs> just kind of flapping on the ground. And then to the left of me is some woman chopping off a chicken head. And to the right of me is like a cage of crabs. And like, it was just a sensory explosion. But this was just my normal I also grew up, I'm Asian. My mother is Malaysian Chinese. It was absolutely just part of my normal that we had conversations in our house and in our way of being around feng shui. My mother would quite literally arrange the house in alignment with the energy flow, with the qi. I remember being a little girl and my mother would take me to the Buddhist temple to be washed of my spirits. And literally I would be, <laughs> I would be on the ground and I would have a Buddhist monk like pour water on me and be clearing away any evil spirits. Now that was just normal for me. I didn't have any sense of being Asian I didn't have any sense of being from Asia or being Chinese or being anything. It just was my normal. It was my world. Now, fast forward 30, 40 years later, I walk into a house when I'm house hunting with my husband. We both walk into the same house in the same doorway. The room in the house that appears to me appears to me as positioning and energy flow and whether the, the energy is right and in alignment. I immediately see all these things. That is quite literally what appears to me when I walk into a room. My husband walks into the same room and doesn't see any of that. He literally doesn't even see it. He's not going, oh, I know it's there, but I can't see it. No, it doesn't even exist for him. The context from which I see gives me what I see. Context is not a something. It is a domain from which we see something. 
That is why each one of us will have a different appearing and experience of what we see. When one person will look at 10,000 pounds in a bank account and see that as the most abundant moment of their life, another person will see 10,000 pounds and absolutely have a panic attack because it's not enough and they're never going to be have enough and it's all going to fall apart. One person will jump out of a plane or see jumping out of a plane as something extraordinarily exciting. Another person will see it as absolutely terrifying. What is it that makes the same thing appear to a human being in a completely different way? Context. The context from which we see. And so what gives us context? Everything in the memory bank. Quite literally, everything that gives us, that that we have lived through or seen or experienced or learned, everything that the human mind has absorbed, everything in our memory bank is what gives us our context. If I were to be from an island where that I've never once in my whole life ever experienced or seen anything like a ship or a boat. They didn't teach boat or ship at school and no one ever saw or spoke of boat or ship. If I was on the beach looking out into the ocean and a ship went by, would I even see ship? if it didn't even exist in my memory bank. No, ship would not appear to me. I would probably see something, but it would be filtered through whatever context from which I'm seeing. I might see the cloud god or, I don't know, some artistry, some art. It doesn't matter what I see, but what I see will be given to me by where I'm seeing from, which is context. And so, if context is what gives us what we see, if context is what gives us the content that we see, then context gives us the actions and the behaviors and the choices we make. Because what we see gives us how we are being. Me walking into the house when I'm house hunting with my husband and immediately see energy flow or not energy flow will deal with that house in a very, very different way to how my husband deals with it. Blindly different. In fact, I will see a set of possibilities and problems that my husband won't see. And then we may have an argument trying to work out who's the right one. Who's seeing the right thing? No, 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 what I'm seeing. Can't you see what I see? No. Well, why can't you see what I see? Well, who's right? (laughs) Every marriage on the planet. (laughs) Who's right? Nobody's wrong. What you see is in relation to where you see from. So who's right? 
And then you look at 8 billion people on our planet with 8 billion contexts and you wonder, and then everybody's fighting about what they see and who's right. I'm right. No, no, you're right. No, no, you're wrong. I'm wrong. I'm right. Blah, blah, blah. And we wonder why we're in such a mess. Context is not a something. It is a place from which we see something. And so when we look at money, the context from which we are seeing from will be the veil from which money will appear through. Whatever the context you have come from in relation to money, in relation to relationship, in relation to expression, in relation to leadership, in relation to power, we quite literally can't see anything without it coming, going through the filter of the context from which we see. So just changing the actions without even looking at the context will not change the results. And I think that's why most people are getting really exhausted and suffering from resignation, is that we live in a world that is feeding and profiting of giving us new strategies. And that is not enough because we'll just keep moving the furniture around the room, thinking that we're creating and, and getting a different room, but we're not. We're still in the same room. It's just moving parts around. And context is not just changing your feelings or changing your thoughts. No, it's the entire body-mind story from which the whole world appears to you. It's everything that you have ever known that is in your memory bank. And so when we are only seeing the world through the viewpoint of everything we've ever known, and then we're trying to create something different or outside that story, will we even see the choices and the possibilities that we need to see in order to create different results? Or will we only see what our context will give us to see? My husband will not have any choices or possibilities even appear to him about changing the alignment of energy in the room. It doesn't even appear to him. It's not even in his options of choices because he doesn't see a room that even needs to have that. But I do. And my context gives me what I see. And then I have a whole set of possibilities and choices that he doesn't even know are even there. And that is in relation to every single aspect of our life. It's in relationship to how money appears to us. It's in relation to how relationships appear to us. It's in relation to how expression appears to us. It's in relation to how leadership and power appear to us. It's in relation to how the government appeared to us. It's in relation to how the medical system appeared to us. It's in relation to everything that we see. It's in relation to how our mother appears to us. And so if all we are seeing is what our, the context from which we see gives us, are we really seeing what's there? Or are we seeing what the story from which we're coming from gives us to see? Which one 
of us, my husband and I, is actually seeing what's there. No, we just see whatever our context gives us to see. And so if we really want to have different results, we need to shift our context. Did any of you ever do that science experiment at school where you had a magnet and you had to put a piece of paper on top of the magnet and you put the piece of paper on top of the magnet and then you take iron filings and you shake up the iron filings and you you pour them on the paper and they scatter all over the place and, you know, they kind of look cool and then they, all of a sudden they form in this formation and you're like, wow, how cool is that? And then you take the iron filings and you shake them again and you throw them on the paper and they scatter in different places this time and then they form again in the exact same formation. The magnet is the context. In fact, if we really want different results, it's not sufficient to simply move the iron filings around we need to shift the magnet. And it begins with becoming even conscious to the context from which you see. And you will be able to see or start bringing awareness and consciousness to the context from which you see by becoming aware of what is a repeating in your world and not just blindly or in a default manner thinking it's just a coincidence. Why? I literally just finished leading my four-day masterclass, Break the Cycle, and I was just working with someone, well, I work with lots of people, but one of the women that I was working with was sharing with me, why is it that every single partner I ever choose is in a different country from where I live? And, and then when I do get together with them, they're not available for me. Why is it that things like that keep happening? And it's not enough just to change, well, this time I'll choose someone who's 40, or this time I'll choose someone who's got money in the bank, or this time I'll choose someone who's really, really stable. You'll, after a while, you'll realize it's not sufficient. That there is something from which she was seeing from, which of course we were able to go to the root in the masterclass. She was seeing the context from which she saw was her past. As a child, she regularly experienced where she was as unsafe and her father was always working and unreachable and away. This experience of unsafety, I want to get away from here, and the longing and the wanting for someone that is far away and unreachable, that is her entire representation of intimacy and with the masculine. And that is the context from which all her relationships will appear. And it doesn't matter how many times she tries to change the actions, they keep repeating. And so the beginning is to bring awareness and consciousness to the context from which you see. We really ask ourselves, what comes first? Does history make man? 
or does man make history? Everything that we have absorbed historically is frozen in the cells of our being, of our body, of our mind. And that gives us the appearing of our world. And the world that appears to me is different from the world that appears to you. And neither is right or wrong. And this is, I think, where we keep finding ourselves in difficulty in cancel culture. It's like, cancel that person because they are thinking this way and questioning these things. It's like, actually, who's right or... That's literally the madness of going, well, who's right or wrong? When everybody everybody, because it's not personal or individual. This is to do with the human perception apparatus and our relationship with reality. Nobody's right or wrong. It just is. Now, this doesn't mean that we don't need to be responsible for who we're being, but when one person sees one thing and another person sees another, there is no right or wrong. And if we can bring consciousness to context, context is what gives us what we see. So when you look at your life, what is it that you see that keeps repeating? And if you really use what you see to move back into it, literally step back into it to give you some kind of consciousness of the context that gives you what you see, which means that we have to start becoming a lot more conscious about our history, not just our childhood, but the stories and the beliefs and the conditioning that we have received, the kind of education that we have received, the kind of cultural agreements that we have received, the kind of gender agreements that we have received, everything that we have absorbed is coloring what you see. And so if you want to shift results, we need to shift the context from which we see. And the beginnings of shifting it is to see it Whatever is unconscious will have power to live our life. Whatever we bring consciousness to, we gain power over. It is the beginnings of real fundamental change. And then we need to be willing to be responsible for the context from which we see. That's really where real change starts to happen. So a little inquiry practice. Sit down and journal Firstly, anything comes up for you around this episode and really start asking yourself, what's repeating in my world? What's repeating in my world? And start really allowing yourself to let this teaching in. Am I really seeing what's there or am I seeing what appears to me, given to me by my context? And those of you who are coaches, if you really want different results for your clients, it is not enough just to change the to-do list or the actions or the strategies. We need to go deeper, much, much deeper. Bringing consciousness to the context from which we see that colors everything that we see. So I hope that you have found this episode useful anything, any aha moments, any shifts, any changes, any light bulb moments, any questions that you want to share with us, please write them in the comments below the video. Or you can write to us at support at nikkiclinch.com. And yeah, if you find these episodes useful, if they are helping you in any way, 
please do share them with the people that you love. Share them with your friends, your family, your parents, your your partners. Share them as a gift of love and and bring them this way because this is for all of you. In fact, all of us. If we are human, this relates to us. <laughs> And the most generous thing that you can do for me is to go to Apple and leave a review and give us a star rating, which will help this podcast spread far and wide, which is exactly what I want. And we want to be able to help as many human beings as possible because it is time. This is it. We are being invited to discover our infinite potential and not just discover it as a piece of information. Start owning it so we can live it, so we can start creating some real positive change on this planet, which is so needed right now. So thank you so much for listening. I am Nikki Clinch. I'm your host, and this is the Infinite Potential of Being Human podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the Infinite Potential of Being Human podcast with Nikki Clinch. That's me, your host. If you are interested in understanding in a much more deeper way why we are the way we are as human beings, why your life unfolds the way it does, and how to access this extraordinary power and potential that is already there within you, within all of us actually, that you are curious and interested in how to access it, how to embody it, and how to start living it. And whilst discovering all these things about us as human beings and our infinite potential of being human, hopefully answering some unanswered questions as to what is happening in our world today. If this is what is calling you, then please do download our free three-day masterclass, Breaking the Cycle of Repeating Patterns in Your Life, Relationships and Business. Or you can head to our website, www.nikkiclinch.com and enjoy yourself with all the information, checking out the courses and the workshops and our offerings on there. Thank you so much for listening. 